Hey guys, it's Kathy. I wanted to play some extra episodes this week so that you can get a taste of the podcast training I'm doing all week. Before we share this, I want to let you know that the doors are officially open to the podcast course that I offer once a year. And I honestly am at a point where I feel obligated to tell you to get your butt into this program. You're going to get live calls with me and we're going to be able to go step by step through the process. We're going to start recording it. We're going to start building an audience. We're going to put a trailer up. We're going to promo it. We're going to market it. We're going to build a connection with an audience. And then you're going to publish this thing. You're going to look back and say 2023 was the best year ever because I joined Kathy for this podcast course and I grew so much and I created revenue streams and I'm so happy that I was in this community and I found my voice and I found an incredible platform and I got to meet so many cool people and the opportunities that are going to come are going to be amazing. So if you want to join the program, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join and grab your seat. So here's a piece from yesterday's discussion. I hope you enjoy it. Hi guys, welcome back to day three. We are so excited. We're talking today about how to monetize your podcast. And it's such a fun topic to dive into all of the things abundance related, all of the things that have to do with this great big old possibility called getting paid to do something that you love to do, which is your birthright. That's it. It's what we came for. We have a sense of really contributing and doing something that doesn't feel like a job. That's how you know it's not a job, it's your life's work. And so it's time to find purpose and be rewarded for that because it offers tremendous value in the world. So before we get started today, I'm curious if you want to share with me What's been your biggest takeaway so far? You know, you signed up for this workshop. You didn't know what this is going to necessarily be. You didn't know exactly what you were going to learn. Maybe there have been some ahas. Maybe there have been some light bulb moments. Maybe there have been some deep shifts or like paradigm shifts or ways in which your perception is changing or ways in which you feel different or feel better already about what's to come. So share with me. What are some of those takeaways? I see Nicole said that we need a thousand super fans. Yeah, I think that's a really big paradigm shift, right? Like we wind up making things impossible and then we don't get started because we set ourselves up to make it impossible, right? So we say to ourselves things like, why would I bother having a podcast? Because your mind tries to convince you that in order for it to be fruitful, or worthwhile, you would need millions of listeners. And then your brain says, that's impossible. I just won't even begin. But the conversation we had yesterday, there's so much evidence, there's so much data, there's so much that supports that really your task is to connect with a thousand people and not overnight, right? But your task is to say, over the next two, three years, could I meet a thousand people? The answer is yes, right? The answer is that is something that you can do. Can I connect to people? Yes. Can I make deep relationships with a small, small group of people? Yes. And then it starts to become really apparent. Wow. If I set my sights on that, 
a small nucleus of human beings. What could that do that would be so powerful on its own, right? It becomes a tipping point. It becomes a movement. It becomes something that really is serving people in a deep way rather than trying to be vanilla ice cream, something that maybe a lot of people like, but you want to be something that a smaller group of people doesn't just like, they are obsessed with it. And that is, that's the goal. So that was a paradigm shift. What else was a paradigm shift for you guys? Don't overthink it. Yeah. My friend Susie Moore says, underthink it, underthink it, right? Make the messy version of something. Be messy. In fact, yesterday I was talking to someone and I said, in order for you to make something brilliant, you have to be willing to make something mediocre. You have to be because your first 10 podcasts won't be your best 10. But in order to make the most amazing thing, you have to allow yourself, you know, Ed Sheeran has this awesome analogy. He said, when you go to like a log cabin, <laughs> when you go to any cabin, I don't know, it has to be made of logs. Let's say you haven't been to Vermont in a while and you're renting a place. If no one has been there and you turn on the water, what happens? The water is not clean and clear. You have to run the water for a second, right? Just let it run. Let the pipes run. And then this brown little dirty water, it, it just gets clean like instantly. Give it 12 seconds, right? That's just how it works. So Ed Sheeran said when he started writing music, he had to write his way through that brown water until it got clearer and clearer and better and better and better and better and better. And most people, they never experience their zone of genius because they're unwilling to tolerate what it takes to get to that place, right? And what we do is we lie to ourselves because of social media. Sometimes we only see the highlight reels and we say, well, this person is a unicorn because look at them now. And you don't see that they allowed themselves to be messy, to just begin. But I'm telling you that your messy, your mediocre is valuable. Your mediocre is still valuable because people, what do we know about people? They're actually not that impressed by what's impressive. Most people, when you really think of your own life, the thing that impressed you the most was love and presence and vulnerability. And when you think of it that way, you're not mediocre at that. When you give yourself permission to just be, you are very, 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 very overqualified. And that actually is the other thing that we talked about, right? We talked about that it's our willingness not to say, look at me, right? Podcasting is not look at me. It's come with me. It's intimacy. And today we're going to talk about making money from a podcast. And I'm going to tell you another mic drop that I learned over the last six and a half years of podcasting. Intimacy is currency. Write that down. Intimacy is currency. Intimacy turns in to revenue. It's intimacy. Every time somebody buys anything, whether they're buying a latte or they're buying a car or they're buying a retreat or they're buying a sweater, they've already created a sense of trust and they like this brand, they know this brand, 
there's something about this brand that makes them feel seen, right? When you go to buy a car, you don't just buy it and add it to cart. You go there, you take a test drive, you experience it. Hopefully the person who drives with you is kind and intuitive and and lets you have your experience. And then you feel something and then you buy the car. If you look at things that sell, right? If you go to Costco, God, my husband loves Costco. If you go to Costco and you walk around, it's the guy who's selling the Vitamix. That's the product that sells the most that day because he's there, right? Because he's giving somebody an experience because he's investing before the person buys, he's giving them something. So with sales in any arena, you make deposits with people and then there's an organic purchase because you already gave. You built the well before they were even thirsty. You showed up in their life. You added value. Money follows value. If you add value to someone's life, they pay for value. And all day long, every single day of the year, every single day, there are people who are going to spend money anyway. Every single day as we sit here, people are going to spend money anyway. They're looking to spend money on value anyway. You don't have to convince them of that. They're already doing that. They see something on TikTok. They go, oh, I want to buy that makeup. They hear from a podcaster. They go, oh, I want to go to that talk. Add to cart, $47. I'm going to that event. They're doing it anyway. You don't have to convince them to spend money. They want to spend that money. They want to spend the money on value. Our job in monetizing, it's not about this idea that you have to convince somebody to buy something. The idea is that you show up and you engage and you make deposits and you add value and then you never ever actually ever have to sell anything. When we think of sales and monetization, we typically don't see what actually happens all day long with us when we buy things. We see this like caricature of like this nasty used car salesman. Like that's what people think of. And they go, I would never want to be a jerk who's a sale who sells anything. But we ourselves, when we go to buy something, no one's selling you. No one's trying to convince you to walk into Starbucks. Get in there. No, you got to get in there. Let me tell you why it's so impressive. Let me tell you. Nobody did that. Instead, they showed up in your life. They became omnipresent. They created a brand recognition. They created some sense of like some awareness around some thing that makes you feel good and happy and positive. And you just on your own accord, like walked in and got yourself a latte. Okay. Everything is already there. What people do when they don't get business is they don't show up and then think they have to sell someone something. You never have to sell. Sales should be not even a part of your life. It's generosity. It's giving value. Why then is podcasting so important for anything to make money? Is because it's the ultimate value. It's intimacy. It's long form content. It's showing up. And then people get to know you. They get to like you. They get to trust you. And they're like, oh my gosh, I like this person. I know this person. 
Now, when this person says, I'm having an event, you're like, I want to go, right? Now, when this person says, I'm putting together a membership of all the kinds of people just like us who are interested in this topic, you go, I want that. That's valuable to me. So we're going to talk today about monetizing. We're already talking about it. But I want to give you this overarching understanding that this is not a hack. This is not some trick. This is called human behavior. This is called radical empathy. This is called relationship building. This is what it is to make money in general. Money follows value. And this is how you have to understand human behavior, what people are doing and why they spend and how they spend. They're already spending money, right? Your job is not to convince people about how impressive you are. Your job is not to sell price and reduce your price. People aren't even so concerned about that. They're really concerned about the value. And then when they understand the value, there's already a market price for every value, right? Like if you were selling your home, you wouldn't make up the price. You'd look at the market, price per square foot. The market is already there. If you were selling a latte, the market's already there. You can't just decide to sell the latte for $2,800. There's already a market. You're not making it up. So there's a market value and there's people who understand that. And if you communicate the value, they pay for the value. That's business. That's why I love coaching business. That's why I love teaching business. That's why I love helping people to have a business because business is the ultimate relationship. It's the ultimate understanding of empathy. It's making something someone else needs or wants and depositing in that person way before you actually have the offer. So that's why I love doing a full coaching program on this one. Some of you, we're going to talk about it at the end today for a minute. Some of you are going to be like, these few days have been really, truly valuable and I want to coach with her for the next couple of months. And we'll tell you how you can do that. But it's because this to me is just so, it's so important. It's such a game changer. I see so many people unnecessarily suffering from scarcity and I'm like, you have value to offer and people pay for value. You should be making more money, right? Let's just understand it. Let's just set ourselves up to deliver the value so that we can be giving value and exchange that for the revenue that is right and good that people are going to pay anyway, but maybe they're going to pay it to someone who won't give them that value in actuality, but they thought that they would get that value, right? And then there's a few people in the world where you go, I really just got so much more than I even asked for. So let's talk about the ways that a podcast can make money, okay? So there are several ways. We're going to talk about eight of those ways, but there's really like each of these we could like splinter into different ways and we could kind of get into that. Like I said, I can teach you tennis and Serena Williams would teach you how to master tennis, right? I can teach you chess or we can master chess. So the reason that we also have a two-month program is because for some of you, you're going to be so jonesing for deeper dive on all this and we can do that. I can only give you as much as I give you in these days, but I'm having so much fun that we're coming back tomorrow and I'm also coming back on Friday because I want to have an after party with you guys because I I don't know if you can tell. I really love teaching this stuff. I find it's like so stimulating, so compelling, all that stuff. So let's talk about the eight ways that 
to get started, you can conceptualize making money from your podcast. Advertising is a thing. Why? Because advertisers know what I just taught you, that they want to be in front of an engaged audience. Okay. It used to be that an advertiser could show up while you're watching friends and tell you to buy Colgate toothpaste, but nobody does that anymore. They fast forward through ads or they don't even watch it that way. They watch clips of it. Like, so the ways that advertisers now are spending more money than they ever spent before is with podcasters because they have found that the metrics they pencil out that if they pay for a social media post, the engagement's not as deep. If they pay for a podcast ad, the engagement is so deep that even if there's fewer people listening to the podcast because there's so much more intimacy, they wind up getting a better ROI. So can you sell ads on your podcast? Yes. In general, it's a CPM. That's what they spend. So an advertiser will spend somewhere between 25 to $50 per thousand downloads. Cost per thousand, cost per million is a CPM. So for every thousand downloads of your podcast, an advertiser like Casper or Blue Apron or Away Luggage will say, here's 25 to $50 per thousand downloads. So I have about 750,000 downloads of my podcast a month. We have two to three ads an episode. So if you do the math, it wound up being a ton of money because I have a podcast. And what's crazy is if you round it up to the nearest million, most people in the world have no clue who I am and it doesn't matter. So you can have advertising and there are faster and simpler ways to make even more money. The advertising component of my business, even though it is definitely amazing, like some people go to law school and become partners at a law firm and I make the equivalent just in ad revenue. Okay. So that is amazing. But that's only like the tiniest portion of the money that gets made from my podcast. And that's the truth. In fact, all the ad revenue I have goes into a separate bank account, which I don't even look at. And I forget about it. It's like, oh yeah, that's just there for a rainy day. And I was literally a very tired mom with a newborn who started a podcast and didn't worry about being an expert, didn't worry about being perfect, and turned it into that. So that's there, okay? The second thing is, another way to make money from your podcast is you offer extra content to your listeners, okay? I want you to understand this. Patreon, which is a platform where you could host extra content or you could have people paying for extra content, Patreon does an estimated average of $1.8 million a month. Okay. A hundred patrons at $10 a month is a thousand dollars in revenue a month. 500 patrons at $10 a month, same $10 a month is $5,000 a month in extra earnings. So I have actually not even done that, but you can imagine if I created extra content and even like a sliver of my audience paid me $5 a month or $10 a month for that that would be big, right? I just, there's so much possibility. I haven't even gotten there yet, but a lot of my friends do that and it winds up adding up quickly. The third way you can make money from a podcast is by creating a membership. A membership is a range of things that has to do with the topic of your podcast. 
we started a meditation membership because I went to UCLA's Meditation Mindful Awareness Center and got certified in meditation years ago. And so one of the things that I do is I teach people meditation. And we started it just to see how it would do. It's $10 a month. People who are in it get a, a, a meditation a week, a different meditation a week from me. And we had a bunch of people just decide to buy that. If you had a podcast about scrapbooking, you could create a membership that has to do with people who want to gather on Zoom once a week or once a month and scrapbook together. Like if you had a podcast about new moms, right? You could have a membership and bring in like a baby sleep training expert and whatever it is. And you could charge $47 a month for the community. People pay for value, period. Where there is value, people pay if there's value. You can create value. You can create value. You already have it. These are just ways that you can do it. Another thing, another way, number four, you can make money from your podcast by something that you create, a physical product. There's merch. And I mean, really helpful merch, right? Like I have a friend who is an artist. And so she created a workbook called the Get to Workbook. And it helps you finish a project, right? Now, the way she did this, she made $500,000 in a year on the workbooks. She didn't even like have them in her house because she didn't want to pay up front. She found a printer, a person who would print them and make them to order in Portland. And she set it all up so they would know what to print. And as people would order them, it was $50 because it came with a little video of how to use this planner and use these stickers. And she wound up selling many of them. And that was a thing. You could sell other things, right? You could sell journals, you could sell t-shirts, you could, but there's things that you can make. My friend Amy Tan, she made her own little watercolor set, right? And she sells it. And again, there are so many ways to be resourceful and you can work with companies like Redbubble that already have products that you can just put your logos on and things like that. But that is a, a thing. Number five is you can offer some kind of course or an ebook. Okay. So there's lots of topics related to what your podcast is about that you could create into a course. If your podcast is about knitting, you could be helping people learn how to knit. If your podcast is about chess, you could help people learn chess moves. If you had 50 people pay $500 to be in a class, that's $25,000 for 50 people paying $500 to be in a class. You don't even need to teach the class if you facilitate the class, right? You could have different experts coming in and you interview those different experts all about women learning the stock market. Like you get paid when you create value and intimacy is currency. So when there is an audience of people and they are already there learning and coming and gathering around a certain topic, you can create the next level of value for them. So that's a thing. Number six is you can offer a service. You can offer a service. So let's say your whole podcast has to do with graphic design or it has to do with technology and web development. Maybe as a service, you create logos for people. Maybe as a service, you create simple websites for people. If you had three of your audience members buy your service every month, your podcast then becomes a lead generator for that. Let's say you had a podcast about photography. 
And maybe you happen to be a wedding photographer or a baby photographer. And maybe out of everyone who listens to your podcast, five people a month want to have you as their photographer. That's a lead generator for your business, right? And if you are looking for a photographer and you happen to look on Yelp and there's 10 photographers and you're trying to decide by reviews, but one of those photographers happens to have a podcast and you can get to know that person, you might say, wow, you stood out to me. I want you to be my photographer, right? So you can sell a service. And from that, that's huge. If you're a coach, you can sell coaching off of your podcast. That's another service that people can hire you for. Number seven is affiliating. Affiliating means you promote somebody else's thing. You can have a podcast and decide you want to affiliate. I had a friend, she had a podcast all about Ayurveda nutrition and she didn't have a course and she didn't have a service, but she had gone to a nutritional school and she had gotten a certification and she said to them, could I promote you on my podcast? And they said, yes, for every person you bring to us, we'll give you a thousand dollars. Cause I think the course that they charged, it was like 3000. So they gave her a thousand. She made $300,000 in a year and a half because 300 people took the program because she sent them. So that's what affiliate looks like. You can do that. You can promote somebody else's product or service and you get a commission from it. And you can go to them and say, I might have a really small audience, but this is your people. And they'll say, great, here's a link. Send them to this link and I'll give you a cut. That happens all the time. Why? Because when people are getting new customers, it costs money, customer acquisition. They have to go through the process of finding their people, investing in their people, creating trust with their people. If you already have their kind of people and you can get in front of those people and then you don't have to create the course, you don't have to create the product, you just send people over there, they're happy to give you a cut. They're happy to give you a cut. So that's number seven. Number eight is events. You can create events. You can create workshops. You can create an online workshop, a virtual summit, right? If your podcast was about football, you could create a fantasy football summit. If your podcast was about meditation, you could offer an in-person meditation retreat. You can lead it or you could even bring somebody else in to do a sound bath or brings... And you could even do that virtually. We've had virtual retreats during COVID that wound up being beautiful. We brought in someone to do breath work, right? We, we did meditation. We brought in people to talk about human design. We, you can do all of this and you sell it to your audience. You can create these events. You can create retreats. You can create a virtual retreat that's $500. You could create an in-person retreat that's $2,000. So those are eight ways that that's just low hanging fruit. Those are eight ways. And I have done a bunch of those things, right? So from my podcast, we have courses that we teach, right? My, my signature thing is abundance. I help people to change the relationship with designing a life that feels abundant, right? I, I help people learn how to meditate, learn how to change their frequency, learn how to work energetically in this world so that they can fully thrive, right? And be in the flow. And I help people design a life. And so we have a signature program that we run a few times a year called Abundant Ever After. Some of you have been in it. We host retreats, okay? Like I'm doing a retreat in September where we will meditate. We will do all things body, mind, spirit, soul, and manifest the life that we came here to, to create. 
So we host events. We have a membership I just mentioned before. There's a lot of different things that happen. And because you don't need a ton of people, you can literally make millions of dollars by serving a very small group of people who have felt a tremendous amount of value from what you have given. The thing is, you guys, and we've been talking about this, I think that there are so many things in our life that we deeply feel called to do, but I think our lives are destroyed by two lies, one of two lies. And the two lies that play really loudly in your head are either this is not possible. It's just not possible. Here's all the evidence why no matter what she says, I don't believe it's possible. That will destroy your dream pretty fast. And the second one is, I don't think I'm enough. Even if this is possible, not for me. If you got rid of both of those lies, that is fake news. Okay. Those are the most insidious, awful things. And I have coached thousands of people and I can tell you, it is completely and totally possible and you are completely more than enough. And if you knew that, you would take the right action and it will happen. The same way that if I put water on the stove and I turn on the burner, it's physics. It will boil. In fact, I am very guilty of walking away and forgetting and then the pot, all the water boils out of the pot because it boiled for so long, it got so hot and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot do that again. I have to throw away this pot. It is just like gravity. If I take this lotion and I throw it in the air, it will fall down because gravity is consistent. I am telling you, if you let go of these two horrible, ridiculous things that ruin every possible dream you could ever have, which are I'm not enough and this is not possible. If you got rid of that and replaced it with this is possible, there's evidence everywhere that this is possible. And if you replace the other one with I'm totally enough, I'm more than enough. What people really need is my presence. It's totally enough for me to do this as long as I'm present and vulnerable and scrappy and the world is thirsty and hungry for what is real and authentic. So I am better off because I'm not perfect. If you actually got that, then you would take the right action. And when you take this right action, you're there, you're done. We overcomplicate it because we make all these excuses, then we don't take any action, and then we get no results. And then those no results reinforce the two beliefs that are lies. And we go, see, I told you it's not possible, and I told you I'm not enough. It's like, well, you didn't do anything, and you didn't do anything because you didn't believe that anything would do anything, so you did nothing. And then there's a part of you that just feels so unfulfilled because you, there's a part of you that knows that's all a racket and it's time to stop. And I want you to know that as much as I can tell you, and there's so much to tell you, right? And that's why I do a whole two month program. But even with all of that, if you look back at your life, there's this much that has to do with preparation, which is good because when we prepare, we realize our capacity for things is greater than we thought it was. And so that is an incredible reason to take action and to learn new things and to challenge ourselves. Those are the right reasons to do that. And at the same time, no matter how much you dive into 
learning ballet or figuring out chess or coding, in everything in your life, there is something that feels bigger than you that is also present. And we can call that synchronicity. We can call that flow. There's a lot of books written on flow states when people just get in flow. That's real. That is also real. Like you see it when something changes in a person and they go from kind of doing something to where like watch out world, like they are a force. They are doing this. Everything in their body is coherent. Their mind, their heart, their soul, like boom. And every door opens because they took their seat at the table. That is the energetic you need along with the other part. And I think that that is the part that ultimately really does the heavy lifting. And I told you yesterday that I was going to tell you a story about synchronicity, which is a really good one because I started the podcast and I was really excited. I like a good challenge. Like when somebody tells me, you probably can't do that. I'm like, say it again, say it louder into my good ear. Tell me again, I can't do it. Let me just show you because you don't know about me. You, You thought you did. You got me wrong. That's me, right? Because I was a C student. I barely graduated from high school. My dad left early on in my life and I felt very abandoned and very not worthy, right? Kids take that. They take it in in a way that's like very destructive. And then there was this flip side of it where I was like, oh, people don't seem to think much of me or what I can accomplish. Like, watch out. Let's do this. And so I went to college on a wing and a prayer on academic probation and paid my way through school and worked three jobs and graduated with honors and became editor of my college paper, which was really my beginning in a sense to the podcast. But in addition to rolling up my sleeves and taking on the challenge of podcasting, I'm always aware that our energy enters the room before we do. And it is our energy that ultimately decides how this moment's going to go what we're available for, how much magic, how much mystical, how much transcendence we're going to allow in. And that is huge for me. And so here's the story. I started the podcast, have three little babies at the time, working hard, working smart, doing all the things, excited, feeling good, feeling feeling so fulfilled from it, enjoying all the moments, putting in the time, putting in the love. And then I go to podcast movement. And I'm in Anaheim at this conference and I'm, I'm noticing that there's like a tension in the, in the lobby. It's like in Jerry Maguire. If you remember that movie where they like walk the lobby, that's exactly how it felt. And I say to my friend who's there, I go, what, what's this tension? Like, why is everybody in this lobby? Like with this vibe, it's just very networky, schmoozy, like fake. And she said, well, the ultimate goal is that everybody here wants to meet one person. And I go, who's the person? She said, it's the guy who's the head of Apple Podcasts. Because if for some reason you could make a relationship with him and he could feature you, like that could change your whole career because they can feature you on the main screen of Apple, right? If you ever go to Apple Music, you can also go to Apple Podcasts. And just like on the the main screen of the music page, you'll see like, nine albums on a carousel. You'll see like Taylor Swift and then the Jonas Brothers or whatever you see. If you go to Apple Podcasts, it's set up the same way where there's like new and noteworthy, but then on the main carousel, there's like nine podcasts that they show like one big image for and they hold it up there for like a week at a time. These nine images just circle. So she's like, yeah, if you could get that, 
That's like the best advertising you could ever get. That's Apple giving you a stamp. That's like giant. And I'm like, oh, I'm like dizzy from this. I was like, this is insane. Like, why would anybody put themselves in this position where they like walk this lobby looking for a person, trying to get this person to like them? Like it felt stressful. And I had already by that point been living in LA for like many years. I don't like those kinds of events. So I decide to leave just for the networking part. I was like, I'll come back to watch like the panel discussions, but I don't want to be in this vibration, the schmoozing, the energy. It's so not me. So I leave and we were in a hotel that was connected to two other hotels. And so I left one hotel, walked to the other hotel. Oh, it was such a pleasure. I get to the other hotel. No one's there. There's no people running around with those, you know, lanyards. I was like, I got to get out of here. So I go to the other hotel. I sit down. I order an iced tea. And I realized that on the couch next to me, there's a guy reading a newspaper and he has the same lanyard on that I have. And he said to me, are you here for the podcast thing? And I said, yeah. And he goes, isn't it so crazy in there? I said, I can't stand it. I, I just can't be in that energy. It's, it's so intense. So I'm sitting there and we start to talk and I find out he's from Chicago and I tell him my husband's family's from Chicago and they own, they own a bagel store and do they know it? And we start having this cute conversation. And he's really smart and really creative. And we talked like 45 minutes. And at the end, he's like, I'd love you to come to dinner with me and a couple people. They'd really like you. Here's my card. Find me later. And he was the head of Apple Podcasts. And I went to dinner with him. And then he invited me to come to the Apple offices And when he gave me the address for the Apple headquarters, I go, that's crazy. That building is across the street from my daughter's school. I pass it every day. And I was wondering what that building was because it's very incognito. He's like, yeah, that's Apple. I'm like, that's crazy. So I go meet up with them. He goes, we're going to feature your show. I'm hooked on your show. I love the way you do things. It's so Apple. It's so DIY. It's so much about people. And... My entire life is a series of those stories because it's energy, because it's a vibration, because it's your frequency. It's about both. It's about taking the right action while trusting that you are already at the right place at the right time. And because I didn't have traditional relationships with my parents, because I was very much on my own, from a young age, I've just always felt that the universe, God, the world is supportive of me and that I'm always perceiving that. Like it's already done. It's already here. And because I felt so unseen and so alone as a little kid, I want to make people feel seen and I don't have an agenda about it. So for me, it's a great honor if three people were listening to my podcast. I didn't set out to be defeated. It wasn't like, well, these three people don't matter that much. Well, that's weird, right? It would only matter to me if a hundred people were there. Why doesn't it matter if three people are there? And that's how I built it. So that's why I love teaching this. Like if you want to learn podcasting and you want to learn it from this kind of place and this kind of alignment, I'm the only person I think that teaches it and looks at it this way. For me, this works. For somebody else, 
I feel like they miss it. And I feel like that life is exhausting because there's no end. That's hell. If you're in it for the outcome and you're never enjoying the process and you're not available to constantly see how the world is supporting you and how much love there is, you, you just live in a hologram of a lot of negative negativity. So that story is, to me, it wasn't surprising really because that's happened to me and happens to me all the time. I mean, we don't have enough time in these four days for me to tell you as many stories. That's my whole life is that story. So I want you to be available for that. Like, you want magic. You Every movie you love, yes, you love the pieces where, you know, they do their part, but you love the karate kid because you're like, wait, how did he just run into that guy? But that guy is always here, you guys. It's just, you have to be available and then it shows up in your life because we all have that. We all have that all the time. We just keep missing it. So there's a lot of that and there's a lot that I can tell you about all of that. I do want to tell you because people have been DMing us that I want to tell you really quickly and then we're going to get into a little bit more. And we're going to get into a little bit of the, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your the giveaways too, because we want to give away the giveaways. But I do want to tell you, here's what we have seen and here's what we know. We do these boot camps and we have thousands of people sign up and a bunch of people come and they feel really, really excited. And then we get letters from people and people are like, I was so excited, but then I got busy. I was so excited, but then I never did it. I was so excited, but then I just felt like, who am I to do this? Of course, right? Because you're in the energy of getting the knowledge you need. Knowledge is power. And you're in the energy of the mindset you need to see, to see the reality, which is that this is available. And when you leave that energy, you, you don't have the steps, right? Or you forget the steps or you go, that was really overwhelming. And then you're not given that same oxygen because you look around and go, well, nobody around me thinks this is possible. And then you just give up. So the reason I say this at the middle, like right now of our workshop is because that kills me, honestly. And I feel almost like a moral obligation to stamp my feet and say, don't, don't do that. Don't let that be you. Don't do that. Because it's too good. If you're still here on day three and you're opening up your mind, this is for you. You need to do this. And then you need to be honest with yourself and say, how am I going to make sure I get this done? Because it's worth everything to then get it done. Get it done, right? So being resourceful, which is our greatest resource, there's a million ways that you can do that. You could work with a friend and make a commitment to each other like we're doing this together you could hire a one-on-one -on -one accountability coach or a coach you could do all of those things you can also you can also hang out with me for two months and it's literally like nothing in terms of what's required for you to do it it's 297 dollars a month it's a joke you can hang out with me. It's, we've made it $297. There's 12 payments of $297 because it's so valuable. It is not videos. It is not workbooks that sit on your desk. 
It is not. It is you and me. It is real time. So it's insane. It's not the cost of the market. If, if you ask somebody what it costs to have a coach who shows up with them two hours a week, that's not what it costs. This is a joke. That's why it's so good. You want to over deliver for people. That's what I do. I enjoy it. I love it. If you join us, I am with you personally. You know, a lot of people, they like sell courses and they're like, so here's my course. And then you never see the person again. And then it's just videos. So I knew for me, I wouldn't even find that fulfilling because where else do I want to be but here right now? Nowhere else. There's nothing. I don't want to be at the mall. Maybe I want to go to Taylor Swift with my kids tonight. That's for sure. But week after week, this is what I actually like doing. I like doing this more than eating sushi, even though I love, I like doing this. So you get to be with me for two hours on Zoom every single week. Actually, there's 12 sessions. So there's more sessions than there are even, it's an eight, eight week program. You're with me 12 times for two hours. In addition to that, there are tons of bonuses. Okay. Tons. In fact, those of you who sign up by Friday, you get our Ignite Abundance two hour extra workshop where we just talk about reprogramming your subconscious mind to change your relationship with money, period. Because that has to happen. That is so ridiculous. Your subconscious mind is the CEO, okay? And you work for that subconscious mind. And when your subconscious mind is like flooded with like all this negativity and scarcity, you can't receive. And it's a joke because there's a buyer at every price and there's people who want to pay you because people are paying anyway. Like you should be trading your value and your expertise and your knowledge and your compassion and your community skills. That's what podcasting does. So it's 12 payments of $297 because I'm with you. That's what coaching should cost, right? In fact, it should cost even more than that. And you then get to be in this community for three months. And then in addition to that, you wind up getting, we give you Kathy cash towards everything else I ever do. So you basically get $1,500 from us to put in addition to put towards if you want to come to my retreat, if you want to come to another course, if you want to be part of all the manifestation stuff I do. It's, it's literally, there's no reason not to do it. There is no reason not to do it because you know what? You're going to spend $297 a month from now to Timbuktu anyway, and you're going to spend it on stuff you don't need. So when people are like, I can't afford it, I'm like, you wind up spending that money. I know because I look at the data of what people spend money on and American people, just to take that as a sliver, are 71% over their budget every year. We always spend money on stuff we don't need. You go to Target for deodorant, you come out spending $400 and you don't want to and you don't need that stuff. You don't need more plastic in your house. You need purpose. You need purpose, you need accountability, you need sisterhood, community, you need coaching. So that's what we do. You can go to kathyheller.com slash join. And if you sign up by Friday, you get this extra, you get three extra bonuses. If you sign up by Friday that are worth at least 2000 on their own. And we even sell these workshops separately because everything I do is live. Because for me, you don't need more information. You need the right information. But with the right information, you need transformation. You need implementation. You need someone to be with you. I know myself. If you were to sell me something, even if it's cheap, it's expensive because I'm not going to do it. If I just gave you videos, there's no way you're going to go watch the videos and implement it. You need a coach in real time. You need me to go over stuff with you in much more detail. And then you need to implement it with me. You need homework. You need accountability. So in the group, you're with me every for 12 sessions, so even more than every week. And then you also have accountability pods. 
In addition, my friend Kelsey Murphy does a separate session every single week with you to work through the homework with you. So there's multiple points of just this live, supportive, accountable coaching, which I think that's the oxygen tank we all need. In addition to that, you are put in little groups of eight people and we do hot seats on every single call. Those of you who have been in the VIP room, when we're on Zoom together, I don't do this program where it's just a video and I don't see you. I see everybody's faces and at the end of the hour, it's actually two hours, but at the last the last hour, I'm just answering you directly and you'll say, hey, here's what I'm doing and I'm coaching people. And so that, it's just amazing how everybody gets their questions answered, whether you ask the question or not, because that deep dive, people always answer the question that you needed answered. So it's amazing. It's called Your Turn to Podcast. And what's awesome is the people who've taken that podcast have gone on to create meaning and purpose and revenue in their life. And it's not a big deal. Like you're not asking to raise $50 million in venture capital. You're not, I'm teaching you a very sustainable way to create meaning and purpose and create value for people and add revenue to your life. There's no reason you can't make your goal to create a podcast and make enough revenue just to pay back what you spend on this program. Like that, you can do that this year. You can do that before Christmas. You should do that for yourself because it's an incredible gift. You feel expressed. You feel like you're finally standing in your authenticity. You're creating community. It's an incredible way to create authority and purpose and all that in your life. So if you want to know more about it, you can put I don't know. You can put your questions in the, in the comments here. And, um, one of my awesome people can reach out to you. Also, we have tons of alumni in this Facebook group and I'm very connected with my alumni. So ask them, ask them what she really like, you know, whatever you need to ask. But that's what we're doing. Our first class starts August 24th and we're not done yet. I'm going to keep teaching you tomorrow. And I'm going to even come back next week, Monday and Tuesday. And for some of you, you're going to say, I just want whatever I got here. And I'm going to say to you, all of the data shows that without accountability, it's almost impossible. It really is to do anything. And it's hard to duct tape something together when you could just work with a mentor who's like, I've done this and I can show you so you can save the time right? And actually get it done. So if that's you, do it. And by the way, I am not everybody's person. There's no way that I'm the right person for each of you. This is not even statistically possible. We're all so different. There are so many people that teach podcasting. And if you think somebody else teaches it and they speak your language, you should work with them, not with me. But you should have a teacher. You don't have to choose me as your teacher. In fact, some of you should flat out shouldn't. Pick the person who lights you up who gets you and whose method is in integrity with you. Don't just pick me, pick the right person. But if I am your person, do it. Because the thing is you, you need every Luke Skywalker has a Yoda along the course of life. The best way to build something is to find someone who's already done it and get as close to them as possible. That's just the fastest way to success. You have to have it. It doesn't have to be me, but don't do it on your own. Don't come through this whole thing. Because I hate that. I hate inspiring people, getting them so clear, giving you information, and then it's lost, right? And then six months goes by and you go, yeah, I felt good that week. I forgot what that was about. Like, don't do that. Go find a teacher 
and work with that person so that this momentum that we are creating right now, it doesn't go to waste because this is a lot. You've already invested three hours of your time. Make good on it. Build on it. The time's going to pass anyway. Next year is going to come, hopefully, whether you like it or not. And you want to be like, yeah, I spent that year building a podcast. It's so cool. Now I have like, you know, 4,000 listeners. And from 4,000 listeners, I've tried a couple of things and it's pretty cool and it makes me really happy and I'm making a little bit of money. And oh my God, I actually got leads for this and this opened up this and I got a book deal. It's like the time's going to pass anyway. Don't let it go. Find a teacher, find a mentor. Don't just say like, oh yeah, I want to be great at guitar. I'm just going to learn it on my own and watch YouTube videos because you know what that's going to lead to. You're barely going to practice and you're not really going to learn guitar. It'll be worth it to spend the money and say, here's my guitar teacher. And by the end of six weeks, that's my insurance policy that I will be better at this in six weeks. So for me, I'm telling you, if you show up and do this program at the end of eight weeks, you will have a podcast and we have a VIP level. The VIP level is for somebody who already has a business or already has a podcast. If you already have a business and you want to use the podcast to grow your business, VIP is for you. If you already have a podcast and want to grow your podcast, the VIP is for you. The VIP basically gives you almost double the time with me because there's extra sessions. And in those extra sessions, the content is different, right? We're looking at how you are scaling the podcast or using the podcast to scale your business. So if you think that that's for you, you might want to make that choice. The people who are currently in our VIP love it. And the other people are like, I should have done VIP. I'm like, make the choice that's right for you. There's always what's right for you. And there are other people who teach podcasting. Google it. Find your person. But I will say, if the person's class is just a bunch of videos, be really honest with yourself because that might be, you might be like, well, this is less expensive and it might be more expensive because you're just throwing away that money because you won't do it. If it's just a series of videos, I would say don't spend money on that. Find somebody who actually will teach you because it's very hard to learn a new language and not be able to process it with someone or implement it with someone or have someone there with you live just for the energetic moral support. It's like cleaning out a closet. You sometimes need a friend to sit next to you because it's just overwhelming. It's even more overwhelming learning new technology and understanding all the different details, but we're going to do it together. So if you take this program by the end of eight weeks, you're going to have a podcast and it's actually perfect timing because I think January is known as like New Year, New You, the time of the year where people tend to subscribe to new podcasts. So if we can do it now, this is exactly what I did, right? I started recording and doing my podcast in the fall to get everything ready to build the runway so that come the new year, there was a whole flurry, right, for me of this podcast. And that's the point is that you will have this all ready. You'll have your trailer up. So by the time the new year rolls around, there you are. You know, new year, new you, you have your podcast it's, and you know what you're doing with it right? You're not, it's not only how do you create it, but how do you build that audience and what are all the things you're doing? So that's what we're doing. If you go to kathyhallcom slash join, if you join before Friday night, there's multiple bonuses. You get this Ignite Your Abundance Summit where I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you understand how to work with your subconscious mind so that you're the boss. If you look at 800 people that I've interviewed, they all have a meditation practice of some kind. It's mind over matter, 100%. So you need that. The other thing that you get is a, a whole other course where you are going to learn how to make some money, right? We're going to, there's a whole little course on how you get to like your first $5,000 in revenue. And then there's a whole nother course you also get as abundant. Uh, it's called abundant now. And it's a bunch of meditations and a bunch of things that will help you 
be in the flow zone, like be in the stream every day because creativity is needed here. And creativity, you have to be out of fight or flight. You can't be in stress. You can't have all this cortisol in your mind. And then it keeps, you have to have that ability to move into a flow state. I teach that. So you're going to get some of that along with how to create the podcast and the audience. And that part is really, I guess, what's singular about me. That's the difference in sort of how I teach. All right. I'm going to say a few more things and then I'm going to uh, look at my phone to see who the winners are and we will announce the winners. Oh, there they are. My team has already give, given me the winners. Um, so by the way, if you think you're interested in VIP and you want to talk to someone about it, just write the word VIP in the chat and they'll give you all the answers to whatever questions you have. So what we want to know, the last thing I just want to say is I said it before, but there's a market. When you are going to monetize your podcast, we wind up, we have all these horrible beliefs that like no one will pay for it, but that's not true. Okay. All day long, the data shows that people pay for connection. In fact, people pay more for connection than product. If I'm going to buy a Paul Simon CD, I said CD as if that's a thing, but if I'm going to buy music, maybe it's going to be 20 bucks. You know, if I'm going to go to a concert, it's going to be $85. So history will show you people pay for value. And the most valuable thing to a human being is experience. Okay. That's why podcasting is a gateway to so much value. When you have a podcast and you start to talk to people and you are there, you become a friend, you become a connector with people, and then you offer a community, a membership, an event, a course. And I'll show you how to do all of those things in a way that are really, truly going to serve them because it's not enough to get the customer. They have to feel fulfilled. It's the customer satisfaction. That's everything. And that's why you'll notice that when we do things here, we just do it so different. I don't spend money on like fancy softwares and funnels and like pop-ups. I just want this to be about the value intimacy, you and me, you know, I want you to walk away going like, I I can tell like she's in it. And when that's why when I go and tell you about my program, it's me, right? Like at this point, I could very well just say like, I recorded stuff, go watch it. But I know you won't find that valuable. And I know you won't actually get your results. So I'm not going to do that. When it comes to you monetizing, people will pay you for the value called community connection, right? knowledge. That is valuable. Experience. Network of of women coming together, not networking, but a real support group, a system of, of, of support. So there is a buyer at every price. And a lot of times people say, well, I, I can't monetize because the people in my life wouldn't pay for that. But they're not your buyer, right? They're not your buyer. There are people who already find that valuable and they would buy it from someone else anyway. So they may as well buy it from you. So we'll talk about at what point do you make those offers available, those invitations available? And what do you do before that? Because in business, I'll tell you, there's four pillars, okay? It's visibility. First, you got to show up. You got to show up for people. You got to be there to see them. When I say visibility, 
They're the hero of the story. It's not about making them see you. It's about you knowing you see them and they know you see them. People want to be seen. Okay. They're the hero of the story. So the visibility has to be first. You see them. You get them. You're there. The second thing is engagement. Once you're there and you see them, engage with them. Ask them questions. You know, we'll talk about social media down to the T of it. How do you use it? How do you use it so it's not just more white noise and just adds to the problem? No, 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 no. How do you create engagement and connection there? How do you create engagement out of your podcast and then move that conversation to social media, move that conversation to a Zoom call? Engagement. So visibility, engagement, see them, engage with them. And then there's some kind of a invitation. Find out once you see them and engage with them, what do they need next? Create it. You create that. And then you know what happens? They buy it. That's it. Your job is not going right to, how are they going to buy something? That's called bad business. Your job is going, how do I make sure they feel seen? How do I engage in them? Now that I've engaged with them, what did I learn that they need and want? Now I'm going to invite them to that. And now they just bought it. That's it. So I show you in detail. I mean, there's so much more to talk about. And we're coming back tomorrow so we can talk more. We can answer your questions. But your job is to show up, be seen, and make sure they feel seen. And then you, there's so many ways to talk to just a few people a day. You know, when Nike puts out a new shoe, they create a focus group of like 15 souls, right? They're not looking to talk to everyone on the Eastern Seaboard. They talk to a few people. Howard Schultz told me when I had him on my show that the, the, the seat next to him at every, he was the CEO of Starbucks. The seat next to him at Starbucks, it's not his chief marketing officer. It's a customer, one person, just one person from Ohio or Tennessee, one person. It's the only person's opinion he cares about. That's why Starbucks is where it is. He asked this one person, you tell me, I don't listen to my marketing officer. What do you want? What do you want? What do you like? What's hurting you? What's hurting you today? What would pick you up today? What, what colors? What that? That's business. So every day you miss a huge opportunity to talk to five people again, because you overestimate what it takes and you underestimate what you can do about it. So we're going to show you how do you talk to a few people and ask them the right questions. And then they're going to give you the answer key. They're going to say, I really want to know more about this. Or I really want to have a meetup with these kinds of people. Or I really want to see an episode like this. And you're like, done. Thank you, answer key. Thank you for feedback. Then it's the easiest thing in the world. You go here, I, I created it. And they go, great. That's what I wanted. What do I need to pay for it? Done. It's over. You done. And then they give you a testimonial that they become evangelical and they tell people about you. And it's just, it's so easy when you make it about what really matters. But part of this is we got to get over your money stuff because when people at the end of the day know that money is involved at all and you've got a bunch of resistance and stuff around money, you will show up for people, make sure they feel seen, you'll engage people, and then you'll never invite them to anything because it'll crush you. If your subconscious is like, it's horrible for people to pay you for things. I don't, you don't feel worthy. Now you feel over-responsible or now you feel like money is the devil's work. I mean, that's gotta go. It's gotta go, right? Women make up a small sliver of CEOs, okay? Women make up a small sliver 
of billionaires. It's a joke. You know why? They're codependent. They don't see that money is just neutral. Just be direct. This is the value. This is what it costs. Great. Move on. People are adults. They can make decisions for themselves. If they want the value, they'll pay for it. We live in a world where you have to have integrity because we used to not have all this online stuff. But nowadays, if someone's a douchebag, you're going to know about it. So a business owner actually has a higher fiduciary responsibility to be good and add value to their customer because the world will tell you very quickly, I went to that restaurant, do not go there, right? You can't afford that. So you have to be better. That's a good thing. It keeps people on their toes, okay? So don't worry about that part. Be a leader, stand up. And you know what? People need to pay for things so that they get more value out of it. If you give a kid a car when they're 17 or they work for the car, who takes better care of that car? The kid that invested themselves. If you buy something you really want, it's beautiful jacket, you're going to love it more. You're going to enjoy wearing it more. So when you don't charge somebody for something, you're actually denying them the opportunity to appreciate it more. If someone gives you something for free, like a free t-shirt at a basketball game, how much do you value it? But if you pay for it, how much do you value it? You are denying people really getting more. Let's say you are going to create a membership and there's a community and let's say it's like $50 a month and women gather or people gather around a certain topic. And let's say you don't want to charge them because you have this horrible belief of scarcity in your brain. If people don't pay, will they show up? They won't. If people pay something, they'll show up. And then what happens? They actually a community in their life. They make time for community in their life. That could save their life. So you have to reframe and reorient yourself. And you have to create value. And not because there's revenue at stake. You're dying to create value. We all came to the world because we know we're meant to serve and to contribute. And every day that goes by that you're not stepping into your zone of genius, it's killing you. You know there's value you can create. You know you could take it upon yourself to create good content, to create a cool event, to come up with some kind of course, to create something that advertisers want to be involved in and they want to sponsor because there's something vibrant. You want that challenge more than you want the money from it. That's what you take to the bank. That's, of course, what you take to the bank. Money is only a, it's a necessity so that you can be stepping into your growth. So that's what we're doing. That's what this is about. That's why I say it's time. It is time. You're not ready. You're over ready. You're exhausted from being over ready and not doing it. You're never going to feel a hundred percent confident because confidence always, always, always comes after courage. The first thing you need is tremendous courage. So if you have me as a mentor and you work with me for two months, which is a very, 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 very smart thing to do, you just need the courage, right? And then you will know if I have this kind of support, it will awaken in me who I am and I will show up and get it done. I mean, I'm not going to come to your house and create your podcast for you. It's going to be you and you. However, when you have 
this kind of belief, this kind of Wi-Fi, and this kind of person who in this field is an expert at this thing, it is everything, right? Because doing that on your own, if you're, if we're all honest with ourselves, forget it, right? Forget it. When I was in Florida, I was investing in a trainer. I was at the gym every day. We moved, uh, we were there for the summer. We came back. I went to the gym the first day and I haven't gone back because I need accountability just like everybody does. So this creates accountability and support. And also knowledge is power. When you don't know the answer to something, your brain gets overwhelmed, shuts down, and then you don't take any steps. So there's something about being in a class that's live with a teacher who you feel. And again, if I'm not your teacher and don't tell me I am, not for all of you, that doesn't even make any sense. If I'm not, you need to find the person who is, okay? So if you want to join us before Friday, you're going to get all these extra bonuses. You're going to love that. You can go to kathyhoe.com slash join. You can decide if you want to do the regular level or the VIP level. I'm there in both. VIP gets basically double the time live classes and there's expert sessions. It's good. It's really good. You're going to love it. You can look at all the details at kathyhoe.com slash join. If you're not sure, you can write the word VIP and somebody will reach out to you. And you know that you're going to, you know, I say this all the time. This is the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'll give the winners away. If your kid were to say, I want to take tennis lessons and it's $50 a lesson and it's once a week. A lot of times that is what it costs. My kids were going to gymnastics lessons and it was $45 a class for a group class. This is crazy. Anyway, if your kid wanted a class that's $50 a week, $200 a month, you would find a way. Not because you think they're going to become the biggest gymnast in the world, just because you believe in their growth. But if it's for you, you'll go, I can't afford it. And it's not because you can't afford it. It's because we always find a way to afford things. It's the, I don't believe in myself. I don't invest in myself. I don't invest in my growth. And that's where I'm at. Just be honest about that though, because that sucks for you. That's not okay. And my biggest point of this week is, you are so capable and so needed and your purpose is your happiness. And that has to happen because your mental health depends on it. And I want to see you walking in purpose. And just like in Rapunzel where they put all those lanterns in the, in the air, each one of you to me is like a lantern, really, truly. And each one of you, when you're in your purpose and you're putting out this show and you're connecting with people and you're loving people into life, it's like all these lanterns go in the sky. Every one of you should be doing that, a hundred percent. Okay, here are the winners. First of all, there's two people who did not claim yesterday because they weren't here live and you have to be live to get your prize. So we have two extra winners who are here live who are going to get it. Courtney King Merrill and Tamson Julia Ashton. The two of you, good for you for being here because because of your presence and that you showed up, you won because the other people were not here. And for homework for today, and we'll check to see if these people are here. And if they're not, we'll make sure the people who were here get rewarded. Catriona Rowley, Lindsay Blair, and Maria Artemisteria. I'm so sorry if I mispronounce your name. You guys are the winners. If you're not here live, we will find people who were here live. And for those of you who posted the stories, that was really cool. We told you we'd enter you into a raffle for $1,000. And the winner of that is Adriana Douglas. 
And if you're all here, you win. And if not, we'll find the people who were here live and make sure we reward you. That is awesome. I'll be back tomorrow to hang out and we will go further. Tomorrow, we're going to do a review. Tomorrow, we're going to get into some more juiciness. And I think it's going to be, you know, we just keep building on the next thing. You guys are awesome. Do your homework. If you want to join the program, go to kathyallow.com slash join and grab the fast action bonuses. I'll see you tomorrow.